episode 27 of Restaurant Rick's Podcasts. You would figure that after 30 plus years in the restaurant and retail worlds, I might have learned the odd lesson. Happily, I've embedded a few lessons that have served me well. I want to reveal a few of them to you today. The best lessons were usually learned the hard way, as in, I never want to suffer that pain again. These discoveries can save you a lot of time and money. In some cases, they can keep you from making mistakes that are irreversible. This first example illustrates that very point. I call this one the 10% rule. When you plan a new operation or open another unit, there are some basic categories you will always encounter. Assuming that you've decided to lease your location, you will enter the complex world of lease costs. But it doesn't stop there. There are common area expenses, which are based on the landlord's reckoning. Municipal taxes and recurring license fees, utilities, and insurance. These costs are all based on your square footage. You can add in any other items that the landlord will require, like annual lease increases, first and last month's rent, paid in advance, and key money. Each of these items is a capital cost that will not go away. It helps if you have your own reference points and a realistically conservative estimate of your projected sales per month. This gives you the confidence you need going into discussions on your lease commitment. Here's the rule. All these cost items, when added up, should not exceed 10% of your gross sales. Remember that I advise you to make a conservative sales estimate. The impact of going outside this 10% guardrail is that you will be digging a hole you'll never fill back in. No matter how hard you try to shave other costs, that hole will be there nagging at you. When you enter discussions with a landlord, remember that extracting top dollar from you is their mission, not yours. They will give you their opinion on why their cost per square foot number is eminently reasonable and will often mention the lineup of competitors chomping at the bit to lease the same space. You, however, need to have your reasons for pointing out that you can only afford the number you have arrived at. No matter how much you want this precious location, you have to be prepared to simply tell the landlord you want to be in this for the long haul, which benefits him by having a stable tenant who pays them on time. That if you pay too much, the package doesn't meet your needs. Don't mention the 10% rule. Simply say that you've done your computations. Let your source remain a mystery. A couple of tips here. The landlord's enthusiasm for key money is that it sweetens the pot. For them. If there must be a demolition clause, make it a long one. Frankly, I recommend rejecting any property with a demo clause. Think of it this way. You put your money, reputation, and brand into this flagship site. What happens if you get noticed that your lease is terminated at the three-year point? What happens to all that goodwill? Where is the next flagship? You can't reinvent it. Now comes another challenge that we've all seen. It often happens when the founder and perhaps an angel investor decide they must have the best of everything. You're already picturing the lineups and rave reviews. You are genuinely excited. We can name this one the sky has limits rule. When the adrenaline rush strikes, it's easy to lose perspective. Once again, there's a danger of creating high capital costs that aren't supported by the operation's ability to fill in the hole. Here's the short list of a few capital cost items. Furniture, fixtures, decor, lighting, kitchen equipment, flooring, 
signage, consulting, and surplus management. My advice? Drop the sky's the limit thinking. I know plenty of successful operators who search out barely used equipment, furniture, and fixtures as low as 25 cents on the dollar. This can often come from top-level commercial suppliers that operate a previously owned subsidiary. Many of these same sharp operators will also save thousands by doing their own demolition work as they monitor their contractors' progress, honesty, and efficiency. If you're lucky enough to find an existing location that failed because the previous owners made one or both of these mistakes but left behind a treasure trove of excellent assets, you have hit the mother load. Rule number three, bring your measuring device. Well, this is more of a tip than a rule. Measure the interior wall-to-wall -wall space precisely. You are paying by the square foot. I have never dealt with a landlord who under-measured leased space. I made it a habit to measure every potential space. I recall six of these occasions. Four were over-measured. The most flagrant example was a lease based on 2,410 square feet. The actual footprint when measured was 2,193 feet. This was a restaurant I had bought from the founder. A year later, I discovered that I'd been paying 10% more than I should have, for air. I invited the landlord to join me in a measuring survey. The punchline is that he saved face by feigning shock. I was fully compensated and our cash flow improved. I'm going to wrap this up, but first, I have an invitation. You may be wondering how I came up with all these figures I'm talking about. The answer is that many years ago, I regularly performed a standard McDonald's break-even analysis on my sales and costs. I sensed there was a pattern lurking within this standard accounting tool. Eventually, I found a slight adjustment to the formula that when tested against actual cash flows was a much better predictor of future results on an annual basis. I then made a single math tweak that turned this one-page accounting report into a way of providing much more accurate monthly loan figures to our bank, a planning tool that added investment decisions for individual units and timelines for building out your entire enterprise. I had stumbled upon a proprietary tool that not only keeps your banker happy, but creates a simple testing formula for every fixed cost investment and several floating cost items. If you are interested in learning how this can help you create your own custom break-even, I invite you to email me. Just type a short message to restaurantrick at gmail.com. I will respond within 24 hours. Thank you for listening in. I hope you've enjoyed these rules of thumb. I've got more, and we'll be doing Chapter 2 soon. My next episode will be on why engagement with your neighborhood community is not only the right thing to do, but how it can be an amazingly effective sales booster and source of staff. That episode will air in mid-January 2022.